0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network.
1: Welcome to Goldie's Closet. This is 128. This is a a very dear guest, Miss Laura. And I got a chance to meet Laura on one of the Los Angeles Tribune platforms and streams. And we do a lot of these. Everybody in our industry does. And it's great. It's been awesome during the the pandemic to connect with people. And there's lots of people that we meet, but every once in a while, there's somebody really special. And I call them the straggler bagglers. They're the ones that when I do the school talks for all the kids that kind of hang out <clears throat> in the wings after the show and we get to know each other. And, and some of these kids, God, I've been, I think I started in 19, 1998 doing these talks. Some of these people, you know, through the power of social media, we still connect and it's just such an honor and such a privilege. Mm-hmm. And you are somebody that I just like connected with and I loved your story. You've got like one of those tragedies that goes into triumph and we didn't even get it get into it that much on the live stream. But I love to keep things positive and upbeat. And I like people that are out there who might be going through a dark time or feel like they're alone. I like them to know like there are people out there that are just like you. We all get a little down in the dumps or a little blue sometimes. And then it's what you do with that and how you pick yourself back up and what kind of brand or business that you create. And Laura, I know that you help people with your business want to talk a little bit about your backstory and then like what you're doing now and how it can apply to our, our listeners and kind of that, you know, go back in time. Like if I only knew then what I know now, that's my favorite thing in life is to go back and like, look at that and figure it out and, and share it with people so that, so that maybe they can learn from our mistakes. So Let's hear a, a little bit about about you and, and where can we find you? Where's your most prominent platform? Is it Instagram? Is it LinkedIn? Like, where's your best place to communicate? Let's get that right out in the open.
0: Hey, hey, Goldie. Like, first of all, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Like, I 100% agree. We like totally connected. It was like almost weirdness, but I was willing to happen. Have that. Sure. So like, I'm in. Um, yeah, you can totally connect with me, Facebook, um, probably IG is the best place to connect with me, Instagram. Um, it's, I think I'm under leadership with Laura or something like that. So my company is leadership with Laura. So just plug, plug me in, you'll find me. Um, yeah, backstory. Like, I love that. Right. I like, and I really feel like as human beings, there's so many layers to our lives and I've had so many horrible things happen to me. And I say it with a smile because it if they didn't happen, I wouldn't be here today. Right. And I think that it's the point of view about how are we going to react to what happens to us? And, mm-hmm. you know, I still have those moments where someone does something dumb or like just pisses me off. And I'm like, Oh my God, seriously, you're such a jerk. Right. Then I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I catch myself. I'm like, maybe they're having a bad day. Right. So you get, as you get older, you get into the habit of seeing beyond the moment and yep. like and 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 what could be, uh, that's bigger that's going on. But you know, I, I think that as kids, um, you know, we're given a set of directives and and influence from our parents, um, you know, and they're not always good. Because they've grown up with their mindsets, right? And there was a lot of things I didn't realize I didn't like about what my mom and dad told me till I was probably about 18, 16, 17, 18. I'm like, yeah, I'm not believing that about money, right? Like my mom came in with a poverty mindset and she had that all her life. And that's not something that I wanted. So why should I keep that, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, you have this conflict about being, being a little bit a bit of betrayal, like I'm changing my mind, mom, that's not the way I think. But you know, you got to be with okay with stepping away from your parents that way, right? Yeah. Uh, And I think that a lot of people struggle with that. And they think it's not okay. It's okay. It's okay to be a trailblazer and step out on your own. And, you know, my whole life, I've been disruptive, like I've had horrible things like sexual abuse, you know, date rape, like, um, bullying, all you know, for a large part of my younger life, and even as I went through in martial arts, I'm not your typical martial artist. I'm am, I'm am, first of all, I'm not a Filipino. I train in Filipino and Japanese arts. I'm kind of overweight, which I which I'm totally okay with, uh, and I'm white, right? Like so, I'm the, I'm like the non-normal martial artist, and I took a lot of bullying about that even into my 20s and 30s. And um, you know, you have to decide how badly you want something right? No matter what anybody says. And, you know, I remember I was just telling this story to someone this morning and I thought it was just such a great opportunity to bring this up as we're talking. You know, I came back from like my third or fourth world championship and I won. I won my first gold medal. And uh, the trip was a bit of a nightmare in the backstory with the team because the, the, my teacher stole a whole bunch of money from us. Right. And yeah, Right. Like, seriously, after 10 years? So, like, I and I was the one who stood up and I said, This is not right. I want my money back. And so I got blackballed right away by the owner and his wife and a bunch of other people who sided with him. Uh, Literally, out of the 13 students who went, 10 of us left the club. So I knew it wasn't just me. But I was willing to stand up and be the troublemaker, right? And so what do you really believe in is like, you know, especially as a younger person, stand up and be seen and don't be ashamed of what you believe in, right? Uh, So I I think that's really key. So, you know, I left that club and I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't really have any support except for a couple of my peers. So everybody kind of spread into the wind, right? And I'm like, I'm not done here. I'm not done. I'm going to start my own school and I'm going to start teaching. And I'm going to make world champions and I'm going to get them to make world champions. And so the next my school is going into probably its 18th year of being around, you know, uh, and I have a leadership legacy in my club. My students, students have world championship titles and so do they. So I, I think that you just, first of all, never know where your dreams are going to lead. So invest in your dreams, but don't just, don't just have dreams have a plan about how you're going to achieve your dream. And that's the one thing that I probably would have done more when I was younger. You know what I mean? So I would have created the steps around that, you know, what would be my one, two, three, four, but I wasn't really a planner. I was more like, let's just step off the cliff and see what happens. Right. Um, So I think as you mature and grow older, my one piece of advice to younger people would be create a plan, Um, have a dream, create the plan, and, and, and make it happen and follow the steps of the plan. You can always adjust it. Um, so that's kind of like a little backstory of like one, one thing, just one that happened to me. And I thought, you know, and so look where it's led to all this other greatness. Right. Laura, and been,
1: yeah, go ahead. Well, I want to interrupt you because, um, cause I'm interrupting you. Sorry, but not sorry. When you keep saying world championship, because this is the brand network, the realm network the, and it's Russo's brand. Let's just like really dig into that for a second. Like what kind of world championship you mentioned korean and japanese but like what exactly because they're gonna pop hard for that that's a big deal with these people
0: yeah absolutely so um i do two martial arts i do aikido and Arnis, which is filipino martial arts aikido i got to my fourth dan just about to hit my fifth dan i had a motorcycle accident um and i had to stop practicing over a period of a year i ran my own school uh, I love that art. And uh, that was more like stepping off the line. It was non-competitive de-escalation techniques, redirecting people's energy through throws and locks and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, it's really interesting when I stepped off the mat, I, I realized how much I had taken of those principles into myself every single day, but I never realized it till I stepped off the mat. So that was a huge epiphany for me there. Um, And then the other martial art I did, um, I started training in 1989, so it's over 30 years now. I started uh, with Aikido, and then a couple years later, I started in um, Filipino martial arts because I wanted something a little bit more competitive, and I always loved weapons, right? So I specialize in impact and edge weapons and hand-to-hand combat. And then the competitive side of that, I know, what? The competitive side of that is full contact, uh, stick fighting, knife, all that kind of stuff, right? What? Yeah. So you're fully geared up like a kendo gear and you have your sticks and you go at it for three rounds of one minute, man. All out. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's what I realized. Because I didn't on the last stream, I didn't quite understand exactly. So you yeah. are producing and your your crew is producing world champions in, in this.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the other part of that competitive side is, is traditional forms with blades and whips and, you know, any kind of edged or impactful weapon, you know, that's and that's a big part of the Filipino culture. So it's not just a martial art. Like I take my students back every few years. Well, not lately, but And I immerse them in the culture there with all of my teachers, the sightseeing, the food, you name it, we do it, right? They come back changed. And this is the kind of experience I want everybody to have in their life, whether they go somewhere or not, come out of things changed, because that's where you really are going to make a difference.
1: Absolutely huge. When you said that you were injured, but you took some of the things that you implemented some things from lessons learned, like what?
0: Um, I didn't realize how much I used in conversation, uh, redirecting aggression until I wasn't on the mat. Like I, you know, I would get in these conversations with people and they would start to escalate it. And I'd be like, tell me more about that. Right. And so what I realized is people just want to be heard. Yes. Right. Do. And so stepping off the line was not confronting them, but allowing them to come through and explain themselves. Right. And so it really just was this epiphany in my core. I thought, huh, I didn't think like the physical practice could change you spiritually. And that's one of the special things about Aikido. What um,
1: what what element of Aikido led to allowing people to speak more or understanding that they wanted to be heard? Like what possibly in a martial art could grant yeah. that awareness
0: okay. right like how does that translate right yeah and um i found that a lot of people first of all um you learn first to connect to your center so that alone the center of who you are the center of your body physically spiritually mentally however you want to look at it so a lot of people were feeling disconnected about themselves right and so aikido teaches you how to connect to your core to move everything else in your body your limbs your head you name it, right? So when you're completely connected to your core, everything moves and you have these moments of perfectness uh, when you go through techniques. And it's the same in life, right? When you're connected to your purpose, no one can drive you off that. You are totally focused and in your lane. Right. However, you know, all of these other things come in, you can choose to step off the line. You can part, you're bringing in as collaboration. Um, you know, you can have conversations around it um, and you're going to find that you start to attract those people who are working on their center. It's just the way it goes. Yeah.
1: For isn't sure. It, isn't that cool. That's really, really interesting. Totally. Yeah. We totally. had Right before you, mm-hmm. I had a beautiful um, young, very young lady. Uh, who started out in wrestling when she was eight and she's got her own brand going and training to be a a fighter. And then also has like uh, a show where she recaps uh, several different wrestling shows. And it was just so cool to see like she definitely is on the right track and she's utilizing everything around her. I wish I would have known now uh, then. no, I wish I would know now back then when I was her age, what she already knows. And I'm so proud to see a young woman you know, right. taking advantage of that and then the guest that's on right after you is um is an illusionist and a magician and I've been researching some of his stuff and you know at the very very end of some like real tucked away podcast real obscure I heard him talking about healthy lifestyle and how if he wasn't a magician, he would be in health and wellness. And I was just like, wow, I really am going to connect with this guest because I have a passion for that as well. And it's just interesting when you clear your head and, you know, we, we're not going to all be doing, you know, training and fighting with, with edged weapons and, like, you know, <laughs> but, you know God, as, I not. as much of a perfect world as that would be because <laughs> yeah. nobody would be messing with you at all. I sometimes wish it would go back to the wild, wild West because things would go down differently now. Um, But I, I just look forward to that because it's, it's cool to see when you do open your mind and you start to connect or ask questions. We've got a lot of people here and I appreciate everybody watching the all new realm network Russo's brand. And again, this is Goldie's Closet episode 128 with Miss Laura, it is it is exciting to see you all asking questions about, do I get a mentor or how do I get to the next step in my life or who can help coach me or who do I get answers from? Like I'm trying, and as so many of you say, I'm trying, I'm trying. No, you're not trying Yoda. You're doing, you know, because you're taking the first step and that's asking questions that's just so important. So keep keep us up to speed to what's happening after this. You're, you start your own club, as you call it, or is it a club or is it your own platform? Or Yeah.
0: So kind of in martial arts, a club is more like a smaller, it's probably 50 people or less and a school um, is probably 50 and more, right? Okay. So um, it just depends. I never wanted huge classes. So we would cap the classes at like because you got people swinging sticks and stuff all over the place, right? And I wanted to make sure students got the attention they needed. And when you're working with weapons, it's very specific and you have to keep control a lot of the time of what's
1: going on. So, Do you you ever worry somebody's going to show up and just start like going, quote, postal on everybody? Or like somebody might show up and I guess in the back of my mind, I'm like, I hope somebody's not having a bad day and just decides to start swinging or... That was yeah, an accident. They- Does that ever go through your mind, or is that just me being a weirdo?
0: Oh no, they've shown up. Yeah, so they work with me. Yeah, for okay. new people, they work with me the first couple of classes, and we get that all straightened out. Okay, then, go ahead. Yeah, figure out if it's a good fit or not. If they want to move forward, if not, then I can direct them to another club that probably be better for them.
1: Interesting. Right? Okay, so there is sort of a vetting process.
0: Yeah, you know, um, I think there should be with any school because you want, most schools will offer an introductory class and that is what vets the person on both sides, right? You know, Um, and I mean, I've been in schools where they don't do that and it's just a bit of like, it's like the Wild West, right? It's just like, you just never know. And and then, you know, word gets out of other, you don't want to work with them because they're going to hurt you. They don't have any control. I'm like, well, why don't you vet those people, right? Like... So you just get, as you go through and you get more experienced, you know, you you know what you want in your school and what you're going to attract. Like, I know some schools here, they only take Filipino students, but it's, but that's okay. It's just the way they run their school. It's not what I would do. We are very inclusive, you know, whatever your gender, it doesn't matter to us. You want to learn so you can come to us, but not everybody thinks that way. And that's okay. You know, that's what makes us all different. Um, but that's not a choice I would make. This is our choice, and that's what we attract, right? And so, you know, what do you want to attract? is really you know what I'm asking here, right? So you know when when we go into competition, you know we we work for nine months, and you must know this because you you have been in the public eye for so long. You really have to create a cohesive unit of people who become a team, literally, and they support each other. You know, I, I've made students sleep with their sticks. Cause they kept dropping them. Like I do crazy things with my students. Right. Um, but I'll tell you, they, they don't drop them after those first couple nights. Cause they realize it's not very comfortable to sleep with them. Right. So they hold on to them after that. Right. Like, so I'll do out of the box things to get people to next level where they're going to be champions. Right. And so it's a matter of watching them and seeing where their strengths are and where they need improvement and being able to give them things that will resonate with them individually, because it won't resonate with everybody, right? And that's a deeper conversation, right? How badly do you want to win, right?
1: How badly do you want to win has manifested into? We drop, fix your backdrop and I'll edit that out. Yeah, sorry, my dog. Don't be sorry, 1846. Nope, that's the nice thing about not having it be live is I can...
0: Oh my God.
1: Don't worry about it, 1846, edit And I'm going to do the, get it straight. See if you can situate it past your door. I'm doing this for myself so that when I'm scanning through, I know where to stop. I do this for a couple seconds. Okay, we're good. I do this for a stop. Okay. Get settled and then we'll punch back in. I'm in. Okay. So how does all of, how do all of these life lessons translate And make themselves into what your business is right now. And what is your business right now? Because when I look on LinkedIn and I see blah, 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 tell us what that is, what it means to you and how it became what it is and what exactly you do for people now.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the one thing I want to say before I even get into that is don't forget that if you're not having fun with what you're doing, don't do it. If it's not fun for you,
1: you're not
0: it's, you know, honestly, man, I think we're too serious. A lot of the time. I, bit- do
1: I, I do too. And you know, and there, then it goes back to that voice. The reason like all of our parents want us to be financially stable and do right. really well. And I, I hear, you know, I was super, super, super rolling for a long time. And then my story is another podcast, but you know, I lost everything and I went bankrupt and it, the IRS came after me and I I was with bad people and I made bad decisions and it was all with a good heart and good intention. But, you know, when you're running, you know, real estate checks through your, your bank account, because your, your ex-boyfriend, you know, says it's okay and that it'll be fine. And and guess what? It's not. And you guys break up and you're stuck with shit hits the fan. Like I, I really, I got the, 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 short, the short end of the stick on that one. But, you know, you move on to bigger and better things. And I'm rebuilding. So at one point in my time, Laura, I was really, really rolling. Had, you know, the penthouse and all the cars and the hit TV show and publishing a record deal. And then it all came crashing and I fell flat on my face. Glad for it. Now I'm rebuilding. That's important to know, guys, girls, you can rebuild. It happens. Laura has too. Um, <laughs> but I, I see like sometimes I hear comments with family members about other family members like, oh, they're making so much money or and I'm, and good for them. Like, of course, I want to make a ton of money also. And I Google myself on my net worth and I'm just like, (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) That ain't true. Don't believe everything you read. Um, And I think I can't wait to be back to where I was. But my point in telling you is I look at other people in my family and they may have like the best 401ks ever and the best retirement and investments and this and that, but they're not happy. And wherever you are, be happy with what you have. You can always grow. You can rebuild. You can strive for bigger and better things. But be happy where you're at doing what you love to do. Again, I know so many people listening, they're not happy and they hate their jobs. And you know what? You know, I'm going to bitch you out and tell you then get off your fat ass and do something about it. And you all are. And you're getting healthy, and you're you're being centered, like like you're, you're talking about, and you're asking about coaching, or what's my next step, and you're doing it. And I love to hear that you guys are rattled, and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you're you're seeking answers. That's the key. But be happy with what you're doing, or find something else to do that makes you happy, even if you have to take a pay cut. What is a pay cut? As long as you're good and you, you're going to be all right when you're older, like be smart. Don't be stupid. But, but do go after dreams unless, you, you know, you're deaf and you're blind and a paraplegic and you want to be an astronaut. Probably not the best career choice for you. But for the most part, the dreams that I hear people talking about are very attainable. And right. people are not delusional. Like they can do this. So let's talk about that. Pick it back up.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, um, I worked in corporate for over for a long time, but for my last job was for 21 years. I was the only woman on the trading desk and the crap that I put up with and I thought that was normal, oh. right? You know, and the bullying and, you know, I would have to speak out and I could have lost my job at any time. And in the end, they packaged me out which for a dumb reason, which they tried to accuse me of something. So I took them to court for a lot of money. Like, do you think I'm going to sit quietly and take this? No, I'm not. So, you know, I won and, you know, I don't do anything that doesn't make me happy, help people and makes me more money than I can spend. So what you got to figure out is what is your life equation? What is it? Right. And, you know, the whole process of having my schools as I was working full time, like I'd be, I'd be teaching five hours a night after my nine to five, like I, I did this for years. Right. And you know, like it, you just get to a point where you got to decide something's got to shift because you're human and you're just going to burn out, which I did. And I hit rock bottom. Right. So um, I think, you know, the point is here, I became a holistic practitioner as part of what I was doing. And that expanded as I was going through the years. And the, the, the thing that drove me to do that is I wanted to help my students heal when they sprained their ankles or they got hurt in class, like that was it. But this whole other thing opened up about it. And now I've been doing it for over 25 years. And it's a part of my business, right on all levels. So you know, when I did leave, um, you know, I was mostly a holistic practitioner teaching and I had a really heavy client base, it was really good. Then COVID hit and that went away. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do now? Because I'm not a quitter. I never have. I mean, you know, the other two world championships that I did 10 years after the other one, I just wanted to see if I could do it. Honestly, my body was 10 years older and it hated me for the entire nine months I trained. Um, But I did it, you know, and I won and I decided that's it. I'm retired. I'm just going to coach now. But the fact of the matter is you really have it within you to find those secret things Or those things that are quiet that you don't bring to the forefront that can change people's lives. And so what do those look like? So for me, I literally had to have someone say to me, what are you talking about, Laura? You have three world championship titles, your students and your students' students do. You already created a leadership legacy. Why don't you teach leadership? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right? And so basically, it was something I was doing every day, every day. But I never put it into that structure of a business, right? So I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. So two years ago, I got myself all the people I needed to support me because I can't do everything. I can't do the website, you know, and I don't care. I I don't like that stuff. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not good at it, right? My genius is in teaching people how to step into their leadership and their power and become unstoppable. That's what I do, right? Right. And, you know, if you all think you're not leaders, I got news for you because every single person on this earth is a leader. If you're speaking to another human being, you're leading, right? They're listening to you. You're listening to them. That's called leading. Whether you sell something or not really isn't important. The fact of the matter is that you're stepping into it. So um, I was noticing when I started working people, I created my courses, I created my programs, Um, you know, I wrote a book, um, you know, I, I did contributions to other books. I really stepped into being seen in my leadership and I never did that before, you know, and I really started talking about it and, and I actually hear laugh at this, but it's so true. I, you know, I, they were getting all the pictures ready for the website. They're like, okay, can you, can you wear your awards? Like, can you, and I'm like, oh, geez, I'm like, where are my awards? Right. They were in some box in storage, like literally in the back, right. I had to dig everything out and find them like, I, cause I, I just never used them. Right. Like, so what aren't you using in creating in your life that you have, that's already there. Right. Powerful. You know,
1: Powerful.
0: yeah, totally. And you know, do you need to hear it from someone else? Cause I did. Right. Cause I would have never thought of that. And now so much has come from that. So many people's lives who work with me have changed and shifted and I'm seeing them move past me. And that, that is the ultimate goals as an instructor. And for what I do, that is my ultimate why is to see them move past me.
1: So um, even though you're not going to talk about, you know, what it is that you're selling because you're not here to sell, you're here to inspire. And honestly, that last nugget that you put out, that golden nugget, that's just like, I'm going to camp out on that for the, um, just writing up your promo. Because it's so important, like what do you have that you're not using that's hidden away in a box and that's very metaphorical people, you know what I'm saying. Um, that's that's very, very powerful. That's probably the most powerful thing I've heard in a long, long time. so please keep using that because people need to hear that. What is it exactly that you do though? Is it holistically is it do you life coach? do you look at people's information? like how when people listening to this show, if they and when they connect with you, with your vibe. We know how they can find you, but what is it exactly with your program that you can do for them?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I'd like to offer you all my free three-day leadership program. It's, uh, three days of training, three hours with me. It's, uh, pre-recorded. It's absolutely free. If you want that, you can connect and, uh, Goldie, I'll send you all the info. So the first day we actually talk about what would it look like if you were the world champion of your business. What would it look like if you were the best in the world at what you do? Because I think we have an idea about that. What it could have, should have, maybe someday. But what if we could define that? Okay. okay. And the second day we talk about the you know recognizing what's getting in your way. And this is an extremely powerful day because there have been so many ahas. OK, in that day, the third day, we look at where you are now. So now you know where the path is to where you're going and what's getting in the way. And that's just in three days, you know, and then uh, the gold medal leadership program is where I take you through that path on a deeper level, talking about the tools we use, uh, talking about your mindset, turning it all to gold, um, all the stuff that you need to step into your power and your leadership and your business prosperity. Like it's all connected, right? Right. Um, and so that's where I lead people to. And then we move into my year long mastermind, which is called leadership warriors. I love that. And um, so that's a year long, you work with me on the bigger picture of leadership, how to map it out, you know, really expand your business globally uh, on, on a global level, you know, phase one will be this phase two will be this talking about thought leadership and deeper things in leadership that we don't talk about every day, including communication, okay, and impact right? And all those things that are so important for us as human beings, but also as business people. So um, did that answer your question?
1: Absolutely did. And (laughs) we respect your time. We're at the end of our slot. So I wanted to make sure that people were very, very clear as to not only a great woman and an awesome warrior and champion, but what it is that you do, how they can find it and and take advantage of a a three-day course for free is amazing. And we have people who are going to want to know about your mastermind class. Um, Is it Laura or Lara? How do you say your name? Laura, L-A-U-R-A, Laura. I I mean, it could be pronounced either way.
0: Could be Laura.
1: Goldie's Closet, episode 128, the all-new Realm Network, Russo's brand. Could you have had a more delightful guest today? (laughs) Um, Thank you for your time. Like just even more, more than I expected at the end of all of our podcasts, Laura. We always show. Big round of applause. Let me see your paws. Clap for everybody. Thanks, everyone. Be good out there. Stay safe, be free, and stay golden. What's up, golden peeps? It's your golden girl, Goldilocks, here on Russo's brand, the Realm Network, Goldie's Closet. Maybe you've seen it got some exciting news and I want to share it with you because it's including you. Because you can win a free dinner on me. Not technically on me, but you know what I'm saying. Keep it clean. Keep it classy. Look, there's a new show on TLC, okay? My new show on the cheapskates. Maybe you saw it this Monday night, even if you didn't catch the replay on TLC. I'm really excited about it. And like I said, I want to buy dinner for somebody and all you have to do to win, I'm giving away dinners, lunches even a few hundred bucks this week just to do whatever you want with. All you have to do is go to Twitter's TLC, go to their handle and look for, especially this post, look for this post, look for the silver shoes, huh? Look for the bikini, the lettuce bikini. And I wanna see the craziest comment that you can leave on TLC's page on this tweet. I think there's a couple of them. If you wanna do two, even better, more chances to win crazy tweet. Keep it classy, but clever. Oh, I love it when you all are clever. Let me buy you dinner. Wish I could be there in person. But for now, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, whatever you need, I got you. All you need to do is go to Twitter, TLC's handle, look for any lettuce bikini, especially the ones starting out with the silver shoes leave a funny comment retweet it if you'd like oh my gosh i would love that brand new realm network aren't you excited for the launch so much coming from the brand so much coming from vinnie Roo. check out goldie's closet every week thursdays special thanks to jeff lane bin hameen stevie richards everybody for helping with the success of this new show and thank you to you thank you to everybody who blew it up on monday night i love you keep enjoying the brand. We love you. As always, be free out there and stay golden.